What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 236th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. Wink. What's going on? What is going on, sir? Um, not, it's Saturday. It is Saturday. That's, There's the sun that's out. Accurate. It's Saturday. It's, it's the it's middle odd. of the day. It's, <laughs> it feels good outside here. We have beautiful weather. No wind. 70 degrees. It is perfect. And I am inside recording a podcast. Yes, because, perfect day to be inside. <laughs> yeah, a perfect day to be inside. Yeah, Had some work issues last night, so we had to delay the podcast. So we're doing it in the middle of the day. So thank you to all of you that have come out to watch the show live. Very exciting. We will not be drinking beer tonight. It's very unfortunate. However, <laughs> um, we did have a pretty good uh, GAC stream that was a lot of fun that you guys can go check out at the twitch.tv slash shadow to order. Um, and we may even export that over to the YT. That's the YouTube. <laughs> for, for those non-internet speakers. For those non-internet speakers, indeed. <laughs> awesome. Dude, so how's your week been? Um, it's been pretty good. It's my short week, so I got to work in uh four hours, or I might have day drank during this podcast. But uh, uh, we're gonna we're doing this one sober, so ugh, that's a new that's gross. a new thing. Sounds terrible, <laughs> sober. Who wants to do that? Well, that's right? good. You know, sounds exciting. Less rambling that way, I guess. How, how's the house coming <laughs> along? How's your office, man? The office is doing great. I'll tell you what. The only way this is possible is the fact that I now have an office with doors. And Pretty it's legit. not an open door. There's no holes in the side of this wall to the rest of the house. So everything's everything's looking good now. I like so, it. It's nice to have a quote-unquote studio to uh, record in. That's good. Start, maybe you start getting a little more of these types of things going uh, outside of the podcast. That would be nice. Uh, like what so, kind of stuff outside of the podcast? Some conquest streams, GAC streams that aren't during the podcast, you know, stuff like that. What did I, did I see something the other day about you podcasting more than once a week? Um, yes. Did I? But are you but cheating uh, on me? You son of a I was. That's the operative word oh, there. Okay. I don't, I'm not sure if that's going to continue yet. Okay. Um, there's been some things that have happened, so I'll let you know if, uh, if I do for sure. Okay. But interesting. We'll see what interesting. happens. Interesting. We dipped our toes in the water. Let's say that. I have been, I've kind of been contemplating another podcast idea. I'm just not sure what it would be. Like I have an idea in my head. I just, 
haven't executed it. What, what it really should be is uh, chosen ones. Well, we should probably do that, but I've just been terrible. <laughs> I'm really terrible about watching TV. I'm really good at talking, though. Um, I-, I am fantastic at talking, so I don't know. We'll see. Um, well, you know, maybe we should talk about uh, offline about a a football podcast with the with the elephant in the room. Oh, football would be fun. I love football. <laughs> um, I do too. But no, my week's Andrew, that'd be funny though because that would be. A Lions fan, a Packers fan, and a Bears fan in one room. Oh, that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, yeah, no, uh, I've been pretty busy this week. Uh, my dad got transferred to a new facility this week to where he's getting some physical therapy. He's able to eat food and actually talk now. Uh, so we're seeing a, seeing some good improvements there. And I'm actually able to go visit him every day. So I've been going up there for a couple hours every day, kind of hanging out and that's where I'm going as soon as I'm done with this podcast. Going to go up there and hang out with him for a little bit and chat and stuff. And uh, yeah, so we are making good progress there, which is super exciting. Still, very long road ahead, uh, but very very exciting. Yeah, definitely. I was have been following your your Facebook posts, so yes. I heard that the other day. Pretty exciting. Yep. So it's awesome. Happy to hear it for sure. Well, thanks, sir. So I got a question for you. Have you watched WandaVision? No, no, I've not. Holy crap, dude. I've not heard you, good things about it. You've not? I've heard terrible things about it, actually. From who? Uh, that is probably one of the best television people. shows. Now, uh, I, I want to know who these people so are. So I, I did hear that, <laughs> like, there's a chance that maybe there could be some stuff coming together, like, that oh. it had potential, but I had not heard to- good things about. To, the so beginning of it. the first, the beginning sucked. I did not like the campy first three episodes, but after the first three episodes is when things outside of the basis of the show, it starts getting explained. And then they start, it's turns into more of a regular TV show. That's more marvelous esque. Mm-hmm. And it, the finale was yesterday and it was amazing. Okay. So interesting. Interesting. Yeah, if you, if you were to watch the first three episodes and quit, I would understand why. But the entirety okay. of the show sets up for the next like ten years of movies very well. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, I have to watch it. For anyone that's not wink out there that did watch it, uh, I hope you loved it. I did, and I'm super excited because the greatest part about it is it's only two weeks until Falcon and the Winter Soldier starts. Yeah, which will be great as well. So. Super stoked. Um, I'm working through the last two seasons of The Muppet Show right now. Yeah, Nice. I do not... I don't fault you. The Muppet Show is great. Uh, That's awesome. Um, Yeah, the... uh, I don't know. I just... I've been trying to watch less TV. Uh, We're still watching The Man in the High Castle. We're getting really close to being finished with that, which is a really good show. Like, that is right up my alley. Uh, Pretty, I think I've seen the first season and a half of it. it it's it's yeah. quite good. I like it a lot. Um, yeah. But once we get finished with that, I'm trying to back away from the television. Um, I need to start getting stuff around my house in order. Um, I got the back porch project. I, I'm trying to get more productive. It's um, it's going to be a crazy year, and I I need to I need to get my ducks in a row. So I'm trying to start watching less TV and just be more productive. I don't like watching TV that much anyway, so 
Um, I'll be <laughs> glad when we finish uh, Man in the High Castle. And I am not starting anything else. Unless, yeah, I know what you're waiting unless, for. <laughs> unless it's Star Wars, I will consider starting some Star Wars at some point. But <laughs> I knew where you, your head was at. Yeah, yeah had, to, had to clarify. But um, uh, I mean, speaking... You know one thing I'm going to be continuing to do and not stopping? What's that? Manscaping. Oh, that's very important. That's... Um, <laughs> yes. Because that is a job that if you keep up with... Yields all kinds of results. Oh, it does. Yes. All kinds. Maybe not all kinds, but a specific kind. <laughs> and an important one, we might add. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. For anyone out there that does not know, this podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Now, if you have never checked out Manscaped, they are really awesome. They make really great men's grooming tools. Uh, they have this really awesome thing for you to get into Manscaped called their Performance Package, Ooh, yeah. which is considered their best buy of 2021. You get a lawnmower 3.0 which is their ceramic bladed uh buzz clipper basically Mm -hmm. to uh not uh nick the old boys down there as well as a weed whacker which is their nose hair trimmer which is really great i used mine the other day and let me tell you in spring when you have allergy issues and your nose is running all the time you're blowing your nose you want a weed whacker because it just makes dealing with all that so much easier it's just it's (laughs) fantastic there's no hang-ups no hang-ups at all nope (laughs) no digging required like it's it makes your life much better yeah Yes, exactly. Uh, it also comes with boxer briefs, a travel bag, uh, what is the crop preserver, anti-chafing ball deodorant, crop reviver spray-on toner for your balls. I mean, there's a lot of really awesome stuff in the performance package. So if it's, you were thinking of getting into it, this is the package for you. It's pretty for it's your pretty package. Baller. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, uh, one thing that I, I thought was kind of crazy, 79% of partners uh, that were polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff, which I can totally see. No, Nobody, the only hair that should be anywhere near your nose is your mustache because you should have, you should beard and you should mustache and that's that's very important, but... It should be near the nose, not in the nose. So make sure <laughs> there should be a clear line underneath your nose. Exactly, they should mix together. Exactly. Um, so you might as well use the best tools for the job, and that, of course, is going to be Manscaped. Um, the the great thing about Manscaped is if you need any of this stuff, whether it's just uh, you know refill whatever you want to get the performance package, highly suggest. Um, if you need anything at all. Go to manscaped.com. You can use that promo code SOP and you'll get 20% off. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. New year, new balls. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Real quick, what I love about day streaming is kids are awake so i really hope there were some people watching this on their television out loud oh yes very important (laughs) hey you got to teach them about the important things in life um and right you know hygiene is very important hygiene's incredibly important i mean that's something that all kids that kids should know better because kids are apparently gross i don't (laughs) i don't have one i i went i've i walked into i walked into my son's bathroom last night there is toothpaste 
everywhere. I, I believe it, yes. Like, blue streaks of toothpaste all over the counter. How? Honestly. I don't know. Kids yeah. do some weird stuff, and you can't exp- I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it happens. What can you do? <laughs> What'd you do in, in, in Swaga this week? Dude, I'm so close. I have failed twice on the first tier. And I am two completions away, ironically, from unlocking Sith Eternal Emperor. Um, so tomorrow will, in fact, be the day. I will unlock Sith Eternal Emperor tomorrow. Um, I, like, the, I lost tier one based on complete stupidity. Um there was no no excuse for me losing at all. Um, I beat Tier 2 and 3 without ever losing. Uh, tier 2, I'm not sure how you could lose if your Jedi Knight Anakin's decent. I could see how you could lose Tier 3. Uh, tier 1, pretty easy also if you play it correctly. Um, this event is super, super easy for a Galactic Legend. It is by... I haven't done the Ray one, but this will be my third Galactic Legend and by far the easiest event, and it's not even close. Um, kind of like the requirements, by far the easiest, um, or least, I should say. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to hear how you enjoy him. I've used him a lot as an ally, actually, on the uh, on the alt account. He has a very interesting kit, that's for sure. It yes. plays so I... different than almost any other character in the game. Yeah. It's crazy. I can imagine. Um, I will have to... Uh... I'll definitely be trying to work through his kit, figuring out how it works, because I kind of know what happens when I face, I, when when I go against him, but I just, you know, figuring out what abilities to use and stuff. Um, I don't know. He's pretty good in 3v3, though. Very good against Ray, so that I'm kind of excited about. So um, I know 3v3 coming up, so need to get him ready, get him geared. Hopefully I have the gear I'm close. So that that's pretty much it, though. I really haven't done much else. I've uh, been farming... Gremoth Gideon, I am super close to being finished with him. And by super close, I mean I am 97 out of 100. Um, so he he nice. will be finished later today or tomorrow. Hell, he'll probably be finished during this podcast here in about 30 minutes when, Is that when your energy uh, refreshes. Yeah. Nice. So um, other than that, I've been farming gear, uh, working on Conquest. Hell... Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll save a lot of my thoughts and stuff about that for later. We are going to go into uh, discussing some Conquest stuff. Uh, we have no trivia this week, sadly. Um, a lot of work problems last night for people. So Wink couldn't do the podcast yeah, last night. Yeah, Mythos so. had uh, some uh, emergency work stuff. Yeah. So uh, we'll get episode 10 of the trivia next week. Uh, but yeah, so... All is well. Um, I figure you're going to ask me what I did this week anyways. So I'll get started. Uh, starting off with uh, Squidfall. So with the alt account. Um, arena. Sucks. Hate it. Oof. Absolutely despise that Arena bad. on the alt. I am currently sitting at uh, 1,122, I think. Okay. I've been up as far as 563, I think, this week. Every single day, I fight my way up to the 500s and fall back to the 1,000s overnight. It is the worst Ooh. arena shard 
ever. I don't understand how that many people are fighting in arena. That just yeah. blows my mind. And it makes me wonder, honestly, about my main account, if people are fighting like that in those numbers on my old shard. I would venture a guess to say no, Ooh. but it's crazy to think that people are out there fighting in those ranks every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, that's pretty crazy. But I mean, you know, weekend, you know, people start playing a lot of more casual players, people that, you know, don't think about the game as much as we probably do. Um, and, you know, when you get in those lower tiers, I mean, you can do pretty significant jumps. I mean, you can jump a couple hard spots. Um, yeah, know. I'll do five battles to get down in the 400s and... It takes five battles to get me back to where in the 1100s, and I still happen to find the fall there. So yeah. it's kind of crazy. All these new accounts, new people that are still playing the game in the neck. What is this? This will be my fourth week on the alt, so yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, for sure. Um, other things that happen on the alt account, I unlocked Luminari. Luminari. Luminara the for Luminari. Uh, Galactic War. I figured if I get a healer in there with my first order team, okay. they'll probably just roll through it every time. Mance. I've been beating it. I think I'm at five five Galactic War clears now. Okay. So not bad. Somebody told me that you need fifty, not hundred and fifty, to be able to sim. So you know if what? that's I true, I'm that, already ten percent of the way there. I think that is right. Whenever they first made the uh the auto, I think it was one fifty, and then I think they ended up changing it, if I recall correctly. Okay, yeah, I'm a, I, not something I paid a lot of attention to, so if that's the case, that is very good, and I'm already well on my way, so. Heck yeah. Figure if I gear up Luminara a little bit, get a healer in there, it'll, the, just between crew and Fox, they'll make short work of Galactic War. Very nice. Uh, I unlocked Dooku, so now I have Dooku and uh, Newt. I need a few more Separatists to have a decent Separatist team, but I... Dooku is so annoying in early game. Ooh, man, any team that has him in the arena, even if it's Phoenix, is obnoxious. Yeah, because those stuns and the stuns and the heals and the the constant counters. He, yeah. he doesn't even have to be a leader like he used to be to be annoying. Yeah, yeah, he's he, he's he's not one of those arena meta characters, but man, in GAC, he can be. God, he can be annoying to deal with. And he's a he's one of those characters that can be really good for Conquest also. Um, another character I love in Conquest, which we'll talk about later, is OG Kylo. But some of these characters that are insanely good by themselves, where you can throw in and save stamina on other characters just because they can go through and wreck so much stuff by themselves. Yeah, that's 100%. It's in... The amount of uh, banners they can get, he can gain back just by the fact that he'll counter and get Ooh. his protection back. Okay, update. So. My opponent, um, he failed on my RJT squad. He is currently attacking me in GAC. Uh, he failed on my RJT squad. He was able to take out R2, left RJT, BB-8, C-3PO, and Veteran Han remaining. So this could be close. Uh, my first opponent failed versus this team too. It's awesome. <laughs> You're like, I love this. I, I do. It's amazing. Um, I unlocked mods. So I'll he, I'll say he, on the podcast he for everyone that wasn't there for the. Oh, he Se- did it again. Second fail. I think that uh, that I think might I just won that my might GAC, secure the win so. then. Yep. 
<laughs> uh, I unlock mods. So what I want to say is something I said during the GAC stream for everybody that's listening and might not have been on the live stream. If you are an if you are a ally of mine for the Squidfall account, if you would be so kind as to go into your mod battles and change your leader to someone with a good AOE that they can do often, that would really help me out. I'm trying to get through these battles, but uh, most people don't think about mod battles at all. So there's there's people with like old, old characters leading their mod battles uh, squads. So if you update that yeah. for me, that would be huge. I am actually thinking about this week. I don't know if there is a need for this video, but I really want to make a video on how to be a good ally <laughs> for new players. Um, oh. Because I've learned a lot. A good idea. I like that. I've learned a lot this week, this with the new account about... Um, allies for low level accounts and if you have a friend that's starting just getting some some good allies on the account can accelerate the, the account tenfold because of the fact those getting those good allies in there in your battles can just roll through them so i've got some ideas on who the best characters to put in the ally slots are for each type um you know what makes a good ally i don't know i think i'm going to do a video about that this week as well as my squidfall update but uh i don't know just spitballing here. Um, cool. I got Chupio and R2-D2 on my main account to gear 13. Nice. Um, so more Jedi Master, Luke Skywalker uh, requirements done. Obi-Wan Kenobi was the next one. He only needs two pieces to get to gear 13, so he's almost there. And I've already started working on the next one after uh, Old Ben because now Old Ben only needs fleet energy gear pieces so i needed someone else to use my regular energy on and that's mon mothma so now mon mothma will be next to gear 13 but i'm rolling through these jedi master luke skywalker requirements um i think i'm to the point where i almost only need leia uh biggs and uh wedge to be gear 13 so after mon mothma i think those are the only three that i have left actually i take that back i still have rgt so about five or six characters left to get to gear 13, but we're well on the way. Um, yeah, and I farms are going good. Most things are five stars right now. The millenn- Ray's Millennium Falcon. Uh, Moff Gideon, seven out of 85. Resistance Hero Finn, eight out of 85. Resistance Hero Poe, 59 out of 85. The greatest part about Poe is that he's on the same node as Admiral Piet, so... Okay. Admiral Piet's 7 out of 65. Slow rolling all these. No refreshes because I have so many of them that I'm doing. But they're moving along just fine. Yeah. So. Very nice. Yeah. yeah, that's what I've been doing. Just getting my way through these Jedi Master Luke Skywalker uh, requirements. Just so that, that I get to the point where I'm farming him and the new Galactic Legends are announced. <laughs> I like it. That's that probably going to be soon. Probably yeah. going to be soon. So. Cool. Agreed. Sounds sounds pretty solid. I like it. Um, Chupio is so much fun at Gear 13. Uh, he'll make some of those assault battles easier, too, if you don't have your Imperial Troopers up to snuff. Which I don't, so that'll be good. Yep. Yeah. Heck yeah. It's nice to finally have the Rebels team all reliced. Yeah. Oh, because yeah, for a for long sure. time, Han and Chupio... Han was Gear 12, and Chupio was, like, Gear 9. So... Yeah. Now I have a full rebel team that I can use. So that's good. 
Very nice. I like it. Well, um, is there any need to talk about what we are drinking today? Because it's in the middle of the day. Not really. I mean, I've got kombucha. That's about it. That's all I you wish need to I know. had kombucha. I've got water. Um, well, I'll tell you what. It. Just because well, there was no podcast, I didn't. I didn't not drink last night. <laughs> and since I had to work, of course, I would tonight. Expect nothing I less. stayed up really late. Okay. To kind of flip my schedule, which means I woke up about an hour and a half before the podcast, which also meant I woke up hungover. So the kombucha is really helping the uh, the podcast hangover. What flavor of kombucha are you drinking? It's the uh, Kavita. You this is going to be see through, but it's Kavita kombucha. The the pineapple peach. I love it. Oh, that sounds good. Which I got at Costco. So Costco, if you're listening, I'm telling you. That sponsorship is just waiting. I would love to tell everyone about Kirkland. <laughs> Kirkland makes great products. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's go ahead and jump into this. Strong with us. This update is Young Padawans. You know, Updates on my GAC. Um, I was about to say I never updated my GAC. So he has now failed. So I put um, Beskar Mando, uh, Stormtrooper Han, Nest, Lando, and Boba Fett together in a squad. <laughs> and he failed against it. I don't know. I, I assume he was probably trying to undersize it. And maybe it came out a little surprising. But... Um, my thoughts there were there's three characters with AOE uh and then um whenever an enemy takes damage scoundrel allies gain 2% turn meter so basically every time lando goes he's giving 10% turn meter to everyone uh hong gives turn meter to everyone boba gives turn meter to everyone like there's counters like there's a lot going on with that squad thought it might be kind of interesting and hey it held up so i'll be kind of curious to see if um you know if that'll hold up much going forward i think my first opponent did beat it uh in one turn but um it's not but who knows how that went for them <laughs> right have been close exactly. could have been low banners you never yeah. know so i like it well so, i can officially yours? say that i won my gac nice 20 2096 banners to 2072 banners ooh so hey I didn't realize we we're so close in banners. You beat me by one. Hey. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> the the uh That's like good. I said on the top section he lost to my old republic which is gear 11 with a gear 12 uh ordo. Okay. So that was a, a surprise loss for him, but he also lost once to uh gas in the 501st. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's one that's win on everything else, but uh those two losses for him spelled his defeat. Very so, nice. Good work, sir. I'll take it. You know, I do so much oh. better in GAC when there's a live stream. <laughs> Defense is out the wazoo. He just failed against GG. I like it. This guy had three Galactic Legends, too. He only set one on defense. So, I, I'm, I'm actually really surprised. I, I'm hoping... 
or guessing that he probably timed out with Slicker, maybe, mm. um, against my GG and Newt squad, because, I don't know. Interesting. Cool. I'm excited. Always good to win well, GACs. Makes you feel better. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, update. On the 3rd of March, today's the 6th, so three days ago, they had an update, and uh, surprise, surprise... The day before the update, they announced the kit for Dark Trooper. So, obviously starting to get into those Season 2 characters for Mandalorian, but now Dark Trooper has come to the... I like it. You okay? Jeez, yeah. There's a little bit of of gas. Apologies to everyone out there having to listen to that. Um, Gross. Dark Trooper has come to the Hall of Tables. And now, Mythos pointed out something to me. I don't know if you've noticed this, but if you go I to have. Beskar Mando, if you've watched the show, I don't think it's spoilers at this point because it's been out long enough. Dark Trooper takes Grogu. And uh, now that Dark Trooper has entered the game, if you go to your Beskar Mando, Grogu is missing from his bassinet on the screen with uh, Beskar Mando. Yes. Um... I want to talk about this because there's, I mean, they they are clearly hinting at something. This is, I I mean, do we think that maybe, like, would it be a, wouldn't be a legend. What are, there's heroes journeys. Epic confrontation. Epic confrontations. That's what it could be. Um, so, Dark Trooper is an Imperial Remnant, which we'll get into. Um, there are currently four mm-hmm. Imperial Remnant characters um, that all line up nicely with Moth Gideon's kits. Um, I think it's pretty safe to say that there's got to be one more coming and that it'll be to go and get Grogu, right? I mean... I don't know what else this could possibly be because... You mean the event will be to go get Grogu? Yes. Yeah, because I don't think it'll be to unlock Grogu. I think it'll be to unlock a fifth Imperial Remnant. No, I, I think there will be a fifth Imperial Remnant and then you will use the five of them to go get and unlock Grogu. Hmm. See, I still don't think we'll ever get a playable Grogu, but the... I do think that that might be hinting towards a epic confrontation using maybe Beskar and Mando Imperial Remnants to uh, mm-hmm. unlock the fifth Imperial Remnant, which we've seen a lot of speculation as to who that could be. Um, I think it was Joker in chat mentioned. Let me see where he put that. It was. He had some good suggestions. Yeah, it's not far. He was thinking that maybe it might be the client. Or yep. Gideon's lieutenant on the cruiser. I can't remember her name. Or scout trooper, even. Um, the only... I don't consider any of them epic confrontation characters, but who knows? And, and that's why I the think client we'll get... is the most recognizable, even though he doesn't have a name, that could be, in my opinion. But he's not season two, so that's what gives me pause. So, and that's why I think that Grogu will be the reward. Um, wouldn't it be kind of cool if you unlock Grogu and then uh, 
you get Grogu on your roster and Grogu goes back to being in the little thing carried by Beskar Mando. That'd be kind of cool. They could do... Uh, I mean, they could do some sort of event where you use six or seven characters and kind of go through that story to end up getting a Grogu or something like that. I mean, I'm just not sure what else you would use Gideon and Dark Trooper for. Um, I mean... um, Oh, Apocalypse mentions uh, Bo-Katan. That's that's true. Uh, I mean, we know Bo-Katan is coming at some point. Um, You know, this could be some sort of transition towards, you know, that era and stuff. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. It'll be interesting because I do feel like it is something. And I, myself, have been spending uh, get one at an incredible rate. Um, So I'm going to stop doing that for a little while just to see what happens in case it's needed to uh, buy character shards again, like it used to. um, One interesting thing here is the Imperial Remnants, you have Death Trooper and Storm Trooper that are now in this class. They got a touch-up, which we'll talk about in a second, but there, there hasn't really been a huge need to gear either of them, especially Storm Trooper. Well, do you know who got a really shafted in this? This would have been the perfect time to give Jerry a rework. (laughs) He could have been the flame trooper from season one of Mando instead of just being Jerry the magma trooper. But that would have been cool. But Jerry could never become a pilot like he wanted. Jerry can't become an imperial remnant like he wanted. Jerry is just Jerry. Yep, that is true. Which is why people lead credence to the idea that we might be getting a scout trooper, which was in. That would be baller. Also in uh, season one, as well as, um, you know, I just don't know. They can't leave it at four. They've got to be adding somebody. Yeah. But whether that's another marquee character next week or two weeks from this current uh, marquee, we'll see. Because it always seems like marquees end up being two weeks apart, like two a month. So yeah. if there is another marquee coming for that fifth remnant, uh, you might see it in not this week, but next week. So we'll see. Very nice. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I'm I'm pretty excited. Um, uh, something else to keep in mind is it's been a long time since we had a Galactic Legend. Um, do you think a character like Bo-Katan could be a Galactic Legend? Like, could could they go to that era? Would she be at that level? Um, what do I'm you sure think? So. I'm sure some people might consider one. I don't, but I don't know. Hmm. Because I'm sure as far as Mandalorians go, people might like a pre Vizsla more than a Bo-Katan as far as Mandalorians go. So who knows? Interesting. But I don't know. It'll be interesting. We'll see. Uh, Basically, keep your eye on this because... A lot of speculation yes. here. A lot of things going on. Might be prudent to save get one just in case for a week or two, you know. But if if you're going for a Galactic Legend or something now, I wouldn't stop spending that <laughs> on the yeah. off the off chance. I agree. 
don't uh, cut your, yourself off at the ankles just to for speculations. I thought you were going to say to spite your knee. <laughs> Maybe I should have. Yeah. Um, all right. So moving moving along, uh, Imperial Remnants, like we mentioned, Moff Gideon, Stormtrooper, Death Trooper have now been given this tag. This is clearly something that's been in the works for a little while. Um, and keep in mind, whenever they drop a tag, there's always something that comes along with it. Uh, this Imperial Remnant could be, you know, something for... Uh, galactic challenge moving forward there's going to be some reason that this is put in the game so make sure you keep your eye on it uh touch-ups to stormtrooper and death trooper um stormtrooper Stormtrooper may not be the worst thing in the world anymore not bad um so the zeta touch-up is wall of stormtrooper stormtrooper gains 40% 40% defense for each living Empire ally and 40% offense for each defeated Empire enemy. While ally. Stormtrooper is... Or ally, sorry. Uh, while Stormtrooper is active, Imperial Trooper allies have plus 30% defense. Imperial Remnant allies gain protection up of 20% for one turn at the start of Stormtrooper's turn. So... um. I mean that's that's pretty solid. You're you're gonna want to use him with you you know with this kind of team. Protection up is obviously pretty big. Um, it, it's it's pretty solid. Um, and it sounds like the way they gain protection up if stormtrooper takes you know multiple turns and kind of if you get Turnmere Train going. I assume this is something that you can keep gaining over and over, that it's not just one stack, but I'm not sure. I don't know if it's just Yeah, I'm sure it stacks on top of each other as long as their one turn doesn't end while you have it on. So I've got a fast enough Stormtrooper that's taken multiple turns over the other guys that could uh, stack it up, but I don't think Stormtrooper has very high speed. Yeah, so that would probably be unlikely. Pretty exciting. I like it. The, the real quite you know, this brings up an interesting uh, question to me, though, and that is the fact that uh, if you're using short trooper with uh, imperial troopers, which I don't know, do you use short trooper with imperial trooper? I do not. Okay, so he could still be used for empire. I was going to say if if Imper- if short troopers being used in imperial troopers and. Uh, Stormtroopers are using with Imperial Remnant. That leaves one tank left over for regular Empire, and that is Royal Guard, who is in desperate need of a Not update. A so yeah. I'm kind of curious if we're going to get a touch-up on Royal Guard now that uh, Stormtroopers kind of moved into that Imperial Remnant. I doubt it, but that would be nice. It would be nice. I mean, that kid is so anti- antiquated. Is that the word? So antiquated at the time right now. I don't know. So, yeah, it'd be interesting. Cool. Yeah. Especially since like you it. have enough people for two Imperial Trooper teams now, if you wanted to do it that way, which really thins out those tanks. Yep. Oh, so, yeah, for sure. Yep. For sure. But interesting um, Zeta upgrade there for Stormtrooper. And then you get Death Trooper kit update, which is yeah. really good. Uh, basic attack is tracked down. Deal physical damage to target enemy with a 70% chance to inflict daze for three turns. If the target was already dazed, stun them for one turn. 
if the target is a rebel, and this starts where they touched up, or the unit in the ally leader slot is Imperial Remnant, attack a second time. So if Death Trooper is the, in the Imperial Remnant team under a Imperial Remnant leader, he's always going to double tap. I like it. Which is great for him Solid. because you're going to be getting that daze out there like oh. crazy. Oh, yeah. So, very D- nice. Daze that turns into, st- I think it's stun. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Really good stuff. Yeah, no doubt. Especially if you're dazed on the first turn, stun the second shot. Mm-hmm. It's just nasty. Mm-hmm. Love it. Indeed. Um, so that pretty much covers all the Imperial Remnant stuff, which is pretty pr- pretty solid. Uh, definitely hinting at something coming forward. Pretty exciting. We will see. Um, and, you know, this could also be something that is leading up to the new game mode, Conquest. Could be something that they're going to drop alongside that. You know, maybe a new character or something in there. We'll see. Yep. Um, but something else that's huge, a huge change this week that we want to talk about is... The challenge to Rancor. They are doing an update that um, has a lot of people up in arms, has some people excited, other people pissed off. Like, it's it's crazy. So, I'll go ahead and talk about... I'll read the change real quick, and then we'll talk about it. Um, previously, in the raid, for every 20% of the health lost the unit would gain 75% offense and speed stacking. Now, it's for every 2% of health lost, uh, gain 20% offense and speed stacking. These bonuses then increase by an additional 20% each time. So, um, it's going to stack faster. Way faster. (laughs) Um, And it will... The, the stacks obviously aren't as big starting out, but they will quickly become pretty dangerous. You know, once you start getting to 6 8%, you get some pretty nasty stacks. Uh, so big runs are going to be a thing of the past. That will not be happening anymore. Um, one thing is the negative stacking. Uh, that has been changed. Um, the tripled for Galactic Legends... Is no longer there. There is now a max of 10 stacks for that, uh, which is, that is good news for us. Um, That helps some. But, you know, the biggest thing that this does that I'm not sure most people understand is right now, especially in phase four specifically, it's kind of all phases, but if you don't have a considerable amount of damage, to post everyone at the same time, you can end up in a spot where you fail the raid. We failed the raid two weeks ago because mm-hmm. we got in a position in phase four. We didn't have enough damage posting to where we were able to beat it. This eliminates that issue almost entirely because it's based on per run, not the entire raid phase. So when and there's per 10% person. left and, and per person. So... Whenever you go in, if there's 10% left of phase four, it's the exact same as it if you're at 100% in phase four. So this, you know, this does create a lot more opportunity to have phases free for all, um, not have, you know, the specific starting times and damage post times and things like that. 
not worrying about people having to hold, you know, hold damage for an extended period of time and phone restart, lose it, that sort of stuff. It eliminates all of those issues. What do you think about this change? Are you a fan or no? I am a fan. I think anything that makes it so you don't have... for Okay, for example, our guild, we have people literally across the world. Yes. South Africa, Europe, Australia, all across the United States. We have people everywhere. And setting times for raids is obnoxious enough as it is, but then having to have people in down to the exact minute for raid uh, coordination stunk. Now, is this going to be better as far as trying to beat it? Uh, it's going to be it's going to require more people than it did before. Yes. Um, more than likely. It, Let me just say that because you are not you're going to need more people doing damage because you're not going to have people doing 30% damage. At most, people might get to 10%. And even at the 10%, you're already at 300% stat increase for uh, for the Rancor. So any any damage pass, that's just going to be hard to do. So if yes. you're getting to 10% now in a phase, you're, you're doing something right. But yep. the other part to this that I don't think we mentioned yet is the fact that if you take a second team into that same phase, those stats are reset again. So whereas you used yes. to only more than likely take one team in each phase to try to get damage, because once the damage was posted, all of a sudden the Rancor has all these crazy stats and it's hard to even get a turn in. If you have multiple teams, you can now do multiple teams in a phase. So it may not require so much more people playing if the people that were playing have depth real good depth in the rosters because you can now take multiple teams in there to do damage. Um, Accurate. So I don't look at this as a nerf or a buff. I look at it as a completely different style to this raid. It's almost a different raid entirely. There are guilds it is going to hurt. I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah. The guilds that it is going to hurt are the ones that do rely on a couple heavy hitters coming in and knocking out significant damage. Like me, for example, I can do probably 15% of phase one, you know, 30 plus of phase two, and then another 15, 20% of phase three, and then do some decent damage in phase four. Um, Like I could go into a guild and help considerably, you know, a few people with my roster could make a considerable difference in whether a guild clears or not. That's not going to be the case going forward. That will be nerfed significantly. It will be much more about the entire guild beating the thing. But also, like I said, I think that the exchange of that for uh, reducing the coordination and the very the very specific time crunch on all of that and the risk of not beating it is absolutely worth that exchange. Yep, I agree. All you got, there's a lot, like Chicken Bottom said here in the chat, there's a lot of people that weren't contributing to the raid for the simple fact that based on times and when the the post times were, uh, if they couldn't make that, that by the time they got into the raid, it was, the stats were increased so much that them just jumping in wouldn't prove helpful at all. Yeah. So with this change, those people that you see 
that weren't able to get to the damage post for every single phase uh, will have the time to do the runs in their time, uh, depending on how the rate the guild sets up their raid times and everything. So it, it nope. I like this change. I like it. I, I mean, I liked it too. I liked the fact that people could do big damage before, um, but I also like that this doesn't desensitize. See, here's the problem. It feels like this would uh, penalize those people getting those high numbers and spread it out more for the entire guild. But the thing about that is it does in a way, but it also still helps those people because they can now take in multiple teams, right? Mm -hmm. So they can still get their damage if they have multiple teams. If they don't have multiple teams, that's where it can start to hurt them. But... But for the people that are getting big damage and have other teams that they weren't using before, they can still find ways to get more damage and, and not be penalized as much as it seems like they are. So, right. I mean, I, I like it. I like the way that this is is helping guilds, uh, for the most part, to coordinate this better. So, yep, I agree. It's good. I it, I will give it a solid seven out of ten. Yeah, I think solid 7 out of 10 is a good way to go. Um, All right, let's see. Hey, boys. Do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. (laughs) Um, Dark Trooper. Dark Trooper. I you know what? I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I haven't even read this kit yet. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was just not something it's not a team I'm gonna be using anytime soon. So I was like, you know what? We'll just get some live reactions on the podcast over this kit. Because right. I was too busy in conquest. <laughs> I like it. All right. Well, um I will uh I will go and run through it real quick. Um, we'll spend a lot of time on it, but it is pretty. It's pretty solid. So it's of course Dark Trooper. He's Dark Side. He's an attacker, droid, Empire, Imperial Remnant, and Imperial Trooper. I would like to point out very specifically that he is a droid. Um, that's interesting. Anytime they add droids to this game. Things can get interesting because there's a lot of dark side, light side overlap. And something else, General Grievous, dark side droid, there could be, you know, there might be something there also. Like there's that one tag alone creates a number of options, uh, you know, for just throwing characters in and, you know, having some fun. So, well, uh, we've seen what uh, the droid tag on Chupio has done. So, Exactly. Completely agree. Yep. Um, so this is an Imperial Remnant attacker whose abilities are modified by the amounts uh, in Dark Trooper Squad. What? Exactly. By the amount of what sense. in Dark Trooper Squad? Um, nice wording. Pretty yeah. classic. Yeah. Uh, it'll make sense when we get to it, <laughs> actually. Uh, basic pneumatic punch, final attack, still physical damage target enemy once for each stack of dark trooper squad. This ability can't critically hit unless this unit has advantage. Does it crit once then or for every pneumatic punch? Um, That's the real question. I, 
I would assume that's a good question. Because I would assume, unless well, if it has advantage, advantage lasts a turn, so I, I would assume that yeah, maybe the crit, the guaranteed crit, would only be on the first one, and then the hits after that would be based on crit chance. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, do do really because if you if you open the if then statement to yes, you can possibly crit. It uh, doesn't necessarily guarantee a crit, so eh, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> we'll see. Um, special one bombarding reinforcements cooldown of three. Final text with the Zeta. Deal physical damage to all enemies. If Dark Trooper has three or more stacks of Dark Trooper squad, Imperial Remnant allies gain advantage for two turns. Otherwise, Dark Trooper gains one stack of Dark Trooper squad. Makes sense. Yep. You're following me. I am. All that right. gives him that's what gives him his advantage. Special two. Perfect soldiers, which they are. Uh cooldown of five. Final text. Imperial trooper allies gain ten percent turn meter for each stack of Dark Trooper squad the Dark Trooper has. If Dark Trooper has two or more stacks of Dark Trooper Squad, Imperial Remnant allies gain offense up for two turns. Otherwise, Imperial Remnant allies gain offense up for one turn. So, the Imperial Trooper thing is there. Basically, I think the only main point to that first part of that is that Moff Gideon is not Imperial Trooper, right? I believe Moff Gideon is Imperial Trooper. Oh, well, then I don't know who that would uh, eliminate. Isn't he? Let me let me look at bring up the Imperial Troopers and just make sure. I'm pretty. Oh, sure he is he Imperial is. Trooper. So yeah, because you can use so him this with is Fierce. Okay. Only, so that fourth that this is basically to say since there's only four of them right now, if you're not throwing another Imperial Trooper like Jerry in there, uh, if it's just a random fifth, none of the they're not going to get any of these. Uh, they're not going to get any of these bonuses. But if you're using a Imperial trooper like Jerry, who's not an Imperial remnant, you're you're going to get the first half and not the back half. So basically, I guess no, no, no. No, so you'll gain ten uh, percent turn meter for all. So all Imperial trooper allies. So Jerry would gain the ten percent turn meter for each stack. He just of... won't get the offense. This is what I'm trying to say. Right. Yeah. So. Um, Right. This ability is split like that, I think, for that fifth slot. So if you don't use, if you don't use an Imperial Trooper in that fifth slot, then you're not getting any of the bonuses. But if you use a someone that's kind of not used anywhere else, like a Jerry, then you're going to get your extra benefit there. There, exactly. Um, All right. First unique, Dark Trooper Squad. Final text. Dark Trooper has four stacks of Dark Trooper Squad, 25% of its base max health and max protection, is immune to max health and max protection changes, and can't be defeated or destroyed while it has more than one stack of Dark Trooper Squad. If Dark Trooper would have been defeated while it had two or more stacks of Dark Trooper Squad... Instead, dispel all debuffs on it, reduce the number of Dark Trooper squad stacks by one, and recover 100% health and protection. Dark Trooper has plus 25% defense for each stack of Dark Trooper squad it currently has, 
Dark Trooper can't be revived and can't be critically hit. Sounds like he's going to be a annoyance. A very much annoyance. Yeah. So, even if you, like, annihilate him, if he has more than two stacks, he dispels debuffs, reduces the number of squads by one, and still has full health and protection. Mm-hmm. Pretty nasty. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. And this is a really good kit. This is very, very much like B1. Uh, Dark Trooper... Uh, what? God, what is that? Dark Trooper Squad is very, very much like Droid Battalion for B1. Uh, just doesn't stack as high, and he still does have health and protection mechanics. But um, you do have this thing where you kind of effectively have to kill them over and over, it seems. Um, pretty, pretty cool kit. Really built really well. Doesn't seem OP, but seems super solid. Well, uh, one of the coolest things, too, is the fact that Unlike a lot of characters where they have this ability, they have an ability that keeps them alive. He can regain stacks of Dark Trooper Squad to make it even harder to kill him. It's not just like he starts with four, you get rid of those four, he's not an issue. If he's using his second special, which only has a, well, it has a five, uh, no, first special. Three turn cooldown, the one that adds another stack of Dark Trooper Squad. Three turns. So if you're not taking care of him, he's going to continue to um, fortify himself, basically. Yeah. So that'll he get can. nasty. It's it's a really awesome. And is there a cap on Dark Trooper Squad? I didn't. Um, I don't believe there is a cap. So um, if you were not go- killing him, he can just. Over the course of a long battle, he could be stacking up those Dark um, Squad stacks. Well, but I believe he can consume them with... Which ability is it? Uh, da, 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 da. Wasn't there an ability where he consumes them? Well, when he dies, right? Oh, no, no, no. I don't know what I'm thinking. Yeah. They only go away yep. if you kill them. So if he's sitting there just right. stacking up Dark Trooper Squad on himself, he's going to yep. become a very big problem. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Very, very annoying. Uh, it's it's cool kit. I like it. I'm a fan. Curious to see what it leads to and what we can do with it. But uh looks like fun. No doubt. Very cool. And. Uh, very cool that they introduced this character, that new tag, and then on top of that, having the Easter egg on, on top of it for everyone to wonder what's happening. Yep, for sure. So, Kind of interesting. Um, so, one thing I did notice in The Mandalorian, uh, Dark Trooper, like, did, did they talk at all? I don't remember hearing him talk. They, I want to say that one of them did talk, um, but but I can't remember for sure. I do know this though. Um, you could understand them much better if they had like a blue microphone <laughs> or something like that, because 
Maybe they didn't have and, one and installed you know, and they need a blue ma- microphone. Maybe that's the issue. They just don't have a microphone at all and they could really use a blue microphone. Um, if you want really good audio quality and it to not be muddled or if you just really want, I mean, a, a cost-effective way to you know, make some YouTube videos or start your own podcast or whatever, highly suggest blue microphones. Uh, the Yeti X is absolutely amazing. Um, you know, a lot of people also use like the snowball, uh, they have so many different options. Uh, the mics we use, of course, is spark SL, which is an XLR microphone, uh, the Yeti and snowball. Those are USB plug and play work with any computers, plug it in. Good to go. The software with the Yeti X is amazing. Blue voice. Um, Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's, it's pretty awesome. Change the equalizer and. Just, I mean, it's got so many different settings that you can play with. It is really, really cool. Um, That's the, well, the best part yeah. about Blue is, to me, is the fact that from their their uh, lowest price mic to their highest price mic, wherever your budget is, you're going to get a good microphone. Whatever yes, you buy, no you're going to get a very solid product that's going to do exactly what you need it to. So, yep. Um, Whatever you choose, whatever you need, you know, a lot of people doing this past year have been doing work from home things. I know for a fact that at least at my work, even after the pandemic ends, there are a lot of people that are still going to be leaving at home to work, which means I'd say across the a lot of industries, it'll be that way. So if you are working from home and looking for a microphone to to have that professional sound, Blue has all the products you need, so... Yep, no doubt. So, um, go to, what is it? Crew.bluemic.com slash SOPod if you'd like to pick a mic up. That is our affiliate link, which we would appreciate if you would use it. But um, nonetheless, blue microphones, wherever you get them, are amazing. And we could not recommend them more highly. I don't know what sounder to play. Um... Well, conquest is a road. You got to travel it. So, back on topic. We're talking about road ahead. A road ahead. Sorry. We're talking about road ahead, really. Road ahead. <laughs> the road ahead with galactic challenge. Anytime you can I use that like that sounder, we're going to do. That's 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 very fair. <laughs> that is very fair. All right, man. Let's talk about it. Uh, so we've had a good solid week playing with it, and. I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. Um, so I think this is the first podcast in which we actually get to talk about. Start on the first. Um, this same one will still be going next time we podcast. It's going to be running the entire month of March. Um, if you're able to beat the normal mode, you can then move on to the hard mode uh, at the middle of the month if you want to. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Dude. If it were, I love the staggered effect that energy has to it, where you're not, you don't feel like you've got to sit there and beat the entire thing in one sitting. Yeah. Uh, that's one of my favorite parts to it. The, um, the battles, they're fun, but on top of that, the data discs add a a level to the battles that make them different than any other area of the game because your teams can do so much 
more different things with these uh, data disks. Um, for example, I talked to you about this yesterday. I, I've been combing through my data disk to figure out what's doing this. But if I run a Vader team, I can have unlimited terms with my Vader. And he can pretty much melt anything he goes up against. Now, stamina, mm -hmm. which is a thing in the game we can talk about a little bit. But stamina keeps me from just using Vader to kill everything on every node because his stats start going down over time. But anytime I throw him in under my current data disks, I know I'm going to win it because of the fact he can just nice. go forever. Um, data disks awesome. add all kinds of crazy cool things uh, into these battles. And they turn teams that you didn't think could be killers in this mode into killers of teams that they're not usually hard or, or soft counters to. They can become hard and soft counters and that'll help you distribute your stamina for the entire your entire roster to get through these things. Not to mention there's feats. Uh, so if you have yes. a certain type of feat you got to do, having the right data disks in there to make that workable for you, depending on what your roster looks like for those, what those feats that are needed are. Um, really awesome. I, I mean, I tell you, I, I was excited for this mode because of the fact that I've played modes like it in the past. And... It is exactly what I thought it was going to be. And I might have to change my Discord name from Content Curmudgeon because currently there's more than enough with Conquest for me right now as far as Conquest. As far as content goes. So Yeah, for sure. I'm with you, man. I'm in the same boat. Conquest is great. Here's my favorite thing. Um... By the time the event finishes, you will have 700 extra energy if you one-shot every single node. Mm -hmm. so you don't have to do any... You don't have to do any energy refreshes. You don't have to spend any of the stuff to refill your stamina. Because you don't lose stamina if you lose a battle. Um, you can lose a number of battles. Still never have to refill your stamina. Use your best teams. Some Most of your you know, good teams... And, you know, the stamina kind of keeps you from using just, like, a couple good teams for everything um, and does kind of force you to work down your roster a little bit more. But it's so much fun. Um, I really like just kind of going in and experimenting a little. You know, take some random teams in and, you know, see, like, can I beat this with this? And it's replayable, so I can go back and try it again. Um it's just, I, I don't know. I think it's really great. I like what you said. I don't feel like I have to, like, I'm not rushing to finish it. It's like, mm, I got a few minutes to spare and jump on there and do it. And the other great thing, once I knock the whole thing out, I may have the best package, but I can also, you know, the best reward at the end, but I can then also come back and, uh, you know, get some more key cards or just play around on the battles. Finish the get feats energy. and get your yeah. con conquest uh, store uh, credits. Um, yep. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that you can do. Like, let's say I'm halfway through Sector 3 without any energy refreshes and we're coming up Monday on halfway through the event. So I'm like, I'm surging ahead just at the right pace as far as no energy refreshes. And if I really needed to, towards the end of the event to finish off feats or whatever I wanted to do. Totally feasible to just run it at the pace of an energy refresh. 
not uh, yep. not having to buy crystal refreshes at all. Now, the game is super fun, so for everyone out there that have been doing crystal refreshes just to play, I completely get that as well because yeah. you don't have to wait for that energy to play the event. So, yeah. yeah, overall, I think it makes it really easy for everyone to play the way they want to the event. Um, yeah, it's it's... I'm... The reaction to this is so different than Galactic Challenges. It's ridiculous. I remember being crushed when Galactic Challenge came out because I wanted it to be something it wasn't. And this came out and it's exactly what I wanted. So I am I'm loving it. And it works hand in hand with Galactic Challenges. You know, Galactic Challenge is kind of a test for it, you know, as far as, you know, kind of setting up different difficulties and, you know, just kind of seeing how some of the stuff works, putting feats in and, you know, which they've had, but, you know, some of these newer type of feats and stuff, um, you know, the boss battles are kind of like a whole nother galactic challenge. I was challenge about in a way. to say, ask you that. I was going to say, does it seem to you like galactic challenges is a single boss node in an event, basically? You've got... Yeah. You've got the easy one all the way to the hard one. You've got feats you've got to do to finish it. You get crates for it. But the boss battles in Galactic Conquest are a certain team with feats attached to it. Three different feats just for the boss battles, along with the three feats yep. per sector and the five feats for the entire event. Uh, that's That yep. singular boss battle on each sector is a lot like a single Galactic Challenge. So playing Galactic Challenges kind of sets you up for those conquest bosses because some of those conquest bosses feats are like remove 400% turn meter, you know, a lot like galactic challenges. So I feel like galactic challenges did end up where it is being a very good setup for playing galactic conquests. So I think it works out really well. I agree. I agree. I think it's, it's solid. The, my my favorite thing is I, I just don't feel rushed to do it. I can kind of play it whenever I want. It's long enough that I can't really just sit there and knock it all out in one anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could expedite it and rush it, but it's kind of nice. Like, you know, we'll be able to stream it. Um, you can stream it anytime you want. Mm-hmm. It's a fun game mode. You can kind of set it up to where... Like, it's like Grand Arena. It's like, well, am I going to be able to stream Monday night or not? Uh, I don't know. With this, it's like, okay, I can't stream Monday, but, you know, Tuesday I could make sure all my energy's full, have some refreshes, go sit down, do some streaming because that's the night that I'm free and, you know, go knock out tier four or whatever. And it's just, it's it's good for content creators. It's good for the game. I think the rewards are pretty pretty darn solid i really like them um new store stuff to buy i wish there was a little bit more as far as gear and stuff in there every time it pops up uh that's the only thing i don't like uh but other than that man i'm i ain't mad about it i like it a lot i agree it's it's so uh, let's talk about some of the more finer aspects of the game. Data discs. What's your favorite data discs that you've got right now? Because um, I can tell you mine. See. My favorite data disc I got on my first data disc node. And it has been okay. just tearing it up for me. Let me go find the name of it so I don't tell you the wrong name. Uh, 
It's called right, Ruthless so... Debilitation. It's okay. only a one dot uh, cost. So out of your 12, it only takes up one. But basically, when an enemy falls below 100% health, they are inflicted with healing immunity and two stacks of armor shred, which can't be dispelled or resisted. It's ridiculous. And the amount of people out there that uh, get health regen to go back up to 100% health, and then you take them back underneath 100% health and get two more stacks of armor shred, it's ridiculous. I've had people end up with 16 armor shreds. Malak. Yeah, it's it's nuts. It's one of my, it's my favorite one because it's just once they get that heal immunity and a couple stacks of armor shred on them, whether they're regening protection or not, it it makes the whole battle a ton easier. So, um, my favorite data disc so far probably is. Uh, it's called Offensive Buffs. Allied units gain offense up, crit damage up, and crit chance up for one turn at the start of their their own turn. I like that one a lot. I, I like buffs, and that's pretty solid. And there's some other ways you can stack that with uh, some other things that do stuff whenever you gain buffs that kind of tie together, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, the So this is my biggest critique of this game mode by far. Far, this is the one thing that really just <coughs> irritates me. And it's the data disks. It is the inventory and the way you equip them. There is no way to preview a data disk without putting it on. Yeah. Once you put it on, there is no way to know. I mean, I assume it goes to the bottom, but there's no way to know which data disk you already actually have equipped versus ones that you just now put on there. Mm-hmm. There's none of that. They're, they desperately need to redo this data disk management The UI system. for the ma- deployment? Yes. Like, like, there needs to be... Rather than clicking on a data disk, I want it to, like, show me what it says and then add it or maybe have something on there. Or just a long where... press on the data disk brings up a pop-up that shows you what it says. Yes, something like that. And also put, it needs, you know, each little data disk needs like a little thing showing that it is actually equipped and not just temporarily on your list. Kind of like when the mod screen, when you you... have mods that aren't equipped or you mods that are equipped on your list of mods has like the little little icon on it saying, hey, this one is equipped. Right, something like that. No. Because uh, I'm just, I'm not a big fan of the way that that is. It, it kind of irritates me. But the that that is my biggest complaint about this game mode. And that's pretty petty. It's not something I deal with very often. Every now and then I, I get new day discs, I'll go through, mess with them. But it, when that's my biggest complaint, I'm awfully damn happy about it. Um, so... Back to the best one that I've gotten, which I only recently got in the beginning of Tier 5, and that is Massively Overpowered. Oh, That is the one that says, after an ally has gained 10 buffs, they gain the Massively Overpowered effect for one turn, which cannot be copied, dispelled, or prevented. Massively Overpowered. Next time this unit uses an ability during their turn, they also deal massive damage to target enemy. So... That one's pretty cool. Um, yeah. 
I like that a lot, especially paired with that other one I talked about. Can work out pretty solid. Um, and then there's one other one that I do like. Uh, it's called Debuff Dismantler. Whenever an allied unit gains a buff, they have a 30% chance to dispel all debuffs on themselves and gain 15% mastery stacking. <laughs> Yikes. So, <laughs> nice. like I said, I'm kind of building stuff around these these things that gain these offensive buffs. So, it's like every turn I gain some buffs. And when I gain those buffs, I got this other stuff that goes on. It's really cool. It's, uh, it's a, it is, it's a lot of fun. It's a really fun way to play and kind of, you know, just throw things in and just kind of see what, see what happens. Yeah. So I, a lot of my, uh, a lot of my data discs are built around enemies falling under a hundred percent health because, okay. uh, I've a couple data discs in there, um, I gain 40% turn meter for my entire team anytime anyone goes under 100% health. Woo. Between two data discs, that only costs one uh, energy apiece. Wow, that's awesome. Plus the one that I had at the top that has adds the uh, the armor shred and the healing immunity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then throwing on top that's of the legit. top of it, my other favorite one I have right now is deployable cooling systems which is whenever an allied unit gains a buff, there's a 50% chance that their cooldowns are reduced by one. That's so solid. if I, t- I've seen one that's a 10% chance. You say that mine's 50? 15. Uh, it's a blue. Oh, 15. So I think the green one okay. is 10 nice. and the white one is five. So I got a blue one, which is getting nice. close to probably the highest percentage you can get for that one. But yeah, it's, it's probably goes up to twenty or twenty five if you get a purple or something. Yeah, probably. But, yeah, it, it's it just that's awesome. I think it would be fun as well. There's some data discs that add offense to offense and max health to healers. If you want to just supercharge a Luminara, if that's your thing, there's it's just funny how some of these data discs can turn characters you don't normally think about into uh, death dealers. Yep, for sure. Um, and, and you know, there's there's a lot of ways to take your data disc and stack them with each other, like what you were just talking about. You know, you can get all this stuff where you're stacking, um, you know, buffs or debuffs, and all this other stuff's happening. It's it's super super cool. We we may have to go through yeah, and like do some videos about setups so that we like or something. The, we should really do. Me and you should get together offline and come up with a list because there is on the uh, on the preview post for Conquest, they posted all the types of data disks you can get. And oh, we could come yeah. up with like a debuff uh, a debuff uh, list yeah. of data Set disks you want to do if you want to go debuff heavy or, you know, buff heavy, uh, health heavy. You know, there's so many different like, Turn like meter. builds of data disks that you could go for. And if yeah. you're just looking at the at the data disk nodes on the map as you get closer to them to make sure you go to that one. You can, once you get through sector three, you might already have your whole uh, build completely built depending on your RNG. So it is a really cool, it's just awesome theory crafting that this game mode can give you through data disks. Um, One thing I wish you could do is get rid of data disks. Um, Ones that I'm not going to use, I want to be able to get rid of them. Just get them out of my inventory and be done with them. That way I don't have to keep sorting through. 
Um, destroy. I am destroy this. I am surprised this. that they don't cost anything. To buy, um, you mean? Yeah, to get the oh. data disc. I was kind of expecting that every time you came up, you'd have to pay something for them, but you just get to pick no. one. Like it don't cost anything. You just here, you get one. That that's really cool. Um, yeah, Joker mentions yeah, maybe not a destroy function, but like an archive or a favorites or something like that, or a hide even. No, um, something like that because you know once you start moving along, there's a lot of them. You're just you get a better version of one. You may not go back to that other one. You know you're not going to go back to it. Just get it out of the way. Something like that. But um, I'm really nitpicking at this point. Uh, <laughs> These are small, just small pieces of feedback. So, you know. Um, so I, I want to mention a couple teams that I've had so much fun with. Um, not teams, characters. What character do you think I have used in solo battles more than any other character in this game mode? Take a guess. Crew? Or not crew. Slicker? Nope. No? You're close. Uh, You're Kylo? close. <laughs> the old Kylo? is awesome. He is so awesome. There's so many... Uh, every battle of... Um, what is it? Old Republic with Nest. I see a lot of those. And OG Kylo can freaking wreck. They just, they start hitting him. He'll get like 50 uh, damage over times. And then his turn pops up. He AoEs and it's just like, whoosh. There goes everybody. It's awesome. I, I've um, had so many Ewok nodes with that I just wampered through. It's been great. Nice. One womp from Wampa throwing all those armor shreds out. On the Ewoks, it's just over. Oh, I didn't think about that. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And, and the other thing that's great is because you, there's like so much extra energy. I'm going to call it extra energy. Um, like, I can go in and just play around and see if I can beat it. If I, if I, beat it, I don't care. I, I may stack up energy and then just go and see, you know, Wampa. It's like. Let's see if he can solo this. Or Vader. I do that a lot with Vader, too. Um, just take him in and see if he can solo Now you've it mentioned is. my favorite character in this mode so far. <laughs> Vader under Palpatine lead. I think if I just used Palpatine and Vader, I could probably beat anything right now. Because of the fact that yeah. Vader gets infinite turns for me. And because That's of underne- being underneath Palpatine's lead, the f- it's just... Because I think it has to do with the 40% turn meter anytime anyone goes under 100% health. Uh, not to mention Vader or Palpatine's lead with the uh, with the debuff turn meter. Um, yeah. It's just, it's nasty. It's crazy. <laughs> Palp- Vader awesome. is so fun in this mode. Yep. Oh, he's, yeah. No, no doubt about and you, it. You, uh, and this is going to sound dumb, but the I think one of the, my favorite parts about Conquest mode is... That might not be the case next conquest. It might not work at all. That's I might point. find something completely different next time that I really yeah. enjoy playing because of the fact that my data discs will be different. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's what makes this game mode so replayable is the fact that because of those data discs, it's a different experience every single time. I, 
so the data discs are kind of like fantasy football. So you're going down these sectors and you get to a spot where you get to collect a data disc and you have to draft a data <laughs> disc. And how how you, you know, what your first pick is will determine where you might need to go with your how second your pick, your third goes. pick, your fourth pick. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's really cool. There's just so much stuff kind of bundled into this. Um, and then so we have rewards also. You go look at the rewards and... You have the reward crates. You also have the rewards that you get periodically, which are, uh, you know, 100,000 fleet currency or 100,000 of each currency plus uh, 50 conquest credits. Uh, you get those pretty periodically. Let's see. How many of those do you get? You get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You get ten. So you get... You know, if you get to 330 key cards on this one, you get a million of each credit plus 500 currency, which can be some gear or whatever. Um, Not, not to mention, you know, all the other stuff that you get. I mean, I think you get stuff for each battle, something small. Um, You get currency for each battle or something. Yeah, you get uh, conquest store currency every battle. You get about ten. Yeah, 10. Yeah. If you win. <laughs> yes, if you win, you get 10. So, like, and there's a lot of battles. So, I'm sitting at 995 currency. I think I've spent a few currency removing uh uh whatever those things are called, the data disks. Um I've spent some currency removing those. Um Yeah. But other than that, man. I think I've bought gear in the store twice. So far, and that's about all I've spent it on besides moving some data disks around. Like, I'm almost confused as to what I should be spending this on. Now, I, I'm sure I it'll totally be agree. different when you start the hard mode because I'm sure that I'll be wanting to use more consumable. I haven't used a single consumable yet. So, I'm guessing that either. consumables will be important. Uh, stim, stamina uh, refills will probably be important. Things like that when you get to hard mode. But as far as... Yes, that's my But assumption. going through normal mode right now, it's not uh, not been an issue. So... I agree. I, I'm excited for hard mode. I'm I'm super excited. I cannot wait. That's going to be an absolute mm-hmm. blast. Um, But yeah, I, I haven't really bought anything out of the store. I should probably buy some stun guns maybe, but... Stun um, guns are literally all I've bought. I, I, I figure every time I see him, I'm like about to ask purchase. Yep. Give me some five of them <laughs> sold. Um, Joker asked how far along I am. Uh, I am probably five battles or so into sector five. Um, I think I've only done, I've done a few refreshes just kind of playing around, but I haven't, um, I'm not really like trying to fly through, um, I'll be curious to see if maybe there's more stuff in the store later. Um, you know, I'm Joker mentioned saving up for Razor Crest. I'm expecting that Razor Crest will be in there at some point. But well, I'm just waiting for the Jawa though that has him on it because that's what they said. That's where he said he might show up is in the Jawa selling him. But I haven't seen him on a Jawa oh. yet. So I have not seen him on a Jawa and either. I um, have had. 
but I would certainly buy him from a Jawa if I yeah, did. Yeah, I haven't felt compelled to it. go to Jawa nodes yet. Um, though some of those gear thir- some of your force some of those too, gear twelve but. finisher Jawa nodes have some really good uh, gear That's on them. Pretty good. I value. think it's like two hundred, yes. and you get like thirty of them or twenty of them, something like that. So it's yeah, good value, it's or it looks bad. like good value. Yep. I would I need would Wink to do the maths for me, but which I will do eventually. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm. I'm pretty thrilled. I, I don't. I don't have any complaints. I, I like the game mode. Um, it's it's super fun. It's it, you know it's different. It's exciting. It's replayable. Um, it's everything I was wanting out of a game mode in this game. Um, yes. Yeah. I would say that they knocked this one out of the park. You know, there's, there's, there'll, I think that totally agree. The, the feedback they're looking for, there'll be some, some small nitpicky things to try to get uh, figured out. Um, I think we haven't ended for this sure. one yet, so we don't know where the, what the crates, uh, reward crates look like once you've unlocked them and got the. Yes, we do. What's that? You can go click. Yeah, on we can it. click on them, but I mean, a lot of things have ranges on numbers and. You know things like that. So once you nope, there, there's no ranges on numbers. no. Just says here's what's nope. in it. Yep. Okay, that's good then. It just says. so. Um, let let's let's talk about that. Go look at it. Sorry, I'm, I'm doing an arena battle real quick, and as soon as I smash this ray here in about five seconds, um, I will go to it and we'll talk about it. Because I I mean this is just normal. Um. The hard mode, I would expect, is going to have a different types of gear. I don't know if there will be similar numbers. Maybe more of some stuff, less of some stuff. I don't know. Well, um, one thing I know so you're going to love the... is that there is mod, mod sal- or yeah, mod salvage in here. Th- that is the that is the thing to start about. Start talking about. Um, so every two weeks, you get the max crate. Five mods you can slice up basically with that basic mod slicing material. So that's pretty solid. I love that. That's a lot more mods. Um, and I love slicing mods. So that, that makes me really happy. Um, in this top reward box, I'm not going to talk about the controversy between the box below it and this one. Uh, there is a little bit of an exchange as far as gear for some slicing material. Um, I want the top one because everything you know all things considered so i'm just going to talk about that for a second but so you have four different boxes you have an injector box a gear gear 12 plus a gear 12 and then a gear box you get two of these boxes and in each box so the injector box will have 25 of the gear 12 finisher pieces so you will basically get 50 of a gear 12 finisher um but it could be 25 of one, 25 of another. Uh, there's only three of those. So that's that's pretty solid. I like that. Uh, the Gear 12 Plus, you get 15 um, twice. So 30 total. And, I mean, you kind of know what the Gear 12 right side pieces are. You know, uh, the whether it's the... You know, the furnaces, the thermal detonators, you know, whatever. Um, all that stuff's really mm-hmm. useful. So, I like that. The Gear 12, obviously, the left side stuff. The Raid um, There are a couple stuff. pieces in there. There's a couple pieces in there that are kind of garbage, you know, uh, that you get to a point where you don't really need any more of. 
but most of them all of it's good for relics though so that's true that's true it's all good for relics absolutely and then the gearbox and pretty much everything here save for two pieces are extremely good uh this is where you have your stun guns your carbonis your stun cuffs stun guns uh, give me all stun guns take all the rest of it out (laughs) Want to say uh, real quick callers. hello to our Operation Metaverse friends. Thanks for dropping in here. It's good to see you guys. Hey, Hope guys. your stream was good. Welcome. Welcome all Raiders. Good to see you. Heck yeah. Love you guys. We need to... We need Been to, a while. We need to mash yeah, up soon. For sure. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, these these gearboxes I am super happy with. Uh, looks looks pretty good. And like I said, this is only the normal node. I expect the hard node's going to be probably better gear. Um, so the gearboxes are really good. And then you get some Zetas. The other, some other... I mean, it uh, even has relic, relic uh, salvage in there too. For the first three levels at least. 15, 40, yep. and 20. Which, you know, is always welcome. This is... This is odd. I've got a weird bug going on. Um, it says Razor Crest, but it is most certainly an X-wing. It is showing me a picture. Really? Of. Mine has Razor Crest. It's yeah, I, I have no idea what's Screenshot going on it. here, but I want to see it. <laughs> uh, all right, here I'm gonna. S- I'll send it to you right now in Discord. Maybe you can sh- show everybody what I'm seeing. That wouldn't be too hard. Um, all right, hit me with it. All right, it's incoming. Uh, cut kind of funny but uh <laughs> nice all right let me see here yeah. <laughs> that's just so you know i'm not crazy um there it is <laughs> it was showing the razor crest earlier i'm not sure why this is but it is um i, I am excited about those 20 razor crest uh blueprints I so it'll only take it'll take two events at the final box to get the razor crest unlocked isn't it a 30 30- or no, it's twenty five unlocked. So uh, you only need shows one f- twenty five unlocked. Uh, it says collect a hundred and forty five more to unlock this ship. Oh, it is a hundred and forty. But I know they told. Well, they told our friends over Operation Metaverse that I believe it was a two star unlock, which would be twenty. Yeah, that's kind of what's so, confusing me. Weird. Um, so I, I think that they misspoke. Must have been. Would be my guess, and that it's a five star. Um. Or whatever that would be. Well, now you, uh, now I have but, to have that. Oh well. uh, now I need that top box at all costs. Because <laughs> what yeah, that's you, like? Yeah, you definitely need that top. Because I, I thought that they were going to take that out of the rewards, and that's what I sounded like too. Maybe it's always going to be in the rewards at the box, so it may take five months to unlock the ship. Who knows? Interesting. Right. Not something that, that I had even sure. noticed until right now. So we'll see what happens. Um. I'm sure there will be more places to get it eventually ending up in the store. And if it is actually available... I was going to say, I'm going to need that Jawa great. to stop being so damn stingy then. And uh, start uh, yes, handing absolutely. over Razor Crest shirts. Yep. I, I am seriously thinking about um, spending a lot of this on... Uh, oh, what in the world are they? Some of the slicing material I need to get characters to Relic 8. Um, you know, whether it is the oh the health box or the 
the pokey thing or the other pokey thing. The good old pokey thing. Um, Yeah, the bayonet or multi-tool or med pack. Thank you, head. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Saying thank you to myself. Yeah. Dumbass. Um, So I need some of that slicing material. So that's going to be a pretty good way to get that from the Jawa in the... uh, in the actual conquest. So um, a lot of options there for gear. Um, I kind of like it. I would like to know if the Jawa in the hard uh, conquest is going to have different gear. Is it still going to be gear 12? Maybe the Razor Crest is only in hard. you some gear 12 plus? Maybe that's where it Maybe. is. Maybe. Possibly. We'll see. Anyone in chat seen um, the Jawa sell Razor Crest yet? Because as far as I know, I no one has seen him selling Razor Crest. Yeah, maybe the, maybe the uh, percentage that's, that's chance that he does is just that low. I don't know. That that could be it too. Who knows? Um, but yeah, throw uh, a little more RNG at you. Yeah, assume it's disabled for the test runs. Yeah, who knows? That's a possibility. So yeah, I'm gonna start hoarding currency for sure for a while, and at at some point I'll start spending it. But yeah, um, man, I. I that's that's pretty much it. You have anything else you want to talk about? No, that that pretty much covers everything. Uh, I'm sure we'll have much more conquest to talk about in the coming weeks. I mean, we've are two weeks. The past two weeks we've talked about conquest. Talk about it this week. It's just more and more keeps coming out with this mode. More that we know about it after playing it. More ideas as far as yep. data disk builds go uh, in the coming weeks. It'll just be finding the best ways i mean we haven't even hit hardened mode yet so there's a lot lot with conquest to discuss going forward so it'll be awesome it will be fun i'm very excited all right well all right man well good to see everyone from operation metaverse coming over uh sorry you caught us at the tail end there but uh if you do follow us then you know we'll be back again probably next friday night like we always are in any time before then um for everybody else that's new here, we have a Discord server, discord.me slash shattered order, where you can find out anything you need to know about when we will be streaming. Uh, just a fun community there. So go check that out. But as far as episode 236 goes, yes, 236. You heard that right. We've been doing this for Oof. five ever. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good to uh, good to see you all again. Thanks for shang- shanging out. Hanging out. I was trying to say showing up and Birds, hanging man. out. So shanging out on us, our first right, Saturday like afternoon stream. Um, but yeah, that'll do it for us. Uh, hopefully we see you guys again next Friday for episode 237. And Wink, if you have anything else, now is the time. Um, I was trying to think of some joke about all the squish in the back, <laughs> but I can't think of one. So uh, we'll just finish off like we always do. Later. Thanks, everybody.